Hi, and welcome to Screens and Focus podcast, where we share and connect as we spotlight our favorite shows and movies. I'm Brooke. I'm Diana. And this is episode 72. Today, we are going to be talking about The Walking Dead Season 10, Episode 8, The World Before, and that is the mid-season finale, guys. Wow. (laughs) We'll also be discussing the movies American Sun and Frozen 2. Yeah. Before we dive in, how are you, Diana? I am doing really good, Brooke. Awesome. Yeah. What's new? Well, you know, we just had Thanksgiving. It was awesome. So much fun spending time with the family. Yes, I agree. So I just love it. But I know that we are probably really both exhausted from cooking. Oh, yeah. <laughs> so Days and days slaving in the yeah, kitchen. Yeah, I know. It was but worth it. it I know, fun. it is. And uh, we create memories for our families. Mm-hmm. So, And we did something new. We painted rocks. I saw this um, time around. They were a little bit reluctant at first, but then they were like totally into it. So that's really cool. That's really cool. I love that rock painting idea. Yeah. Did you guys watch football too? No. There were so many football (laughs) games on. I'm like, oh my gosh, are you guys still tired? Or I mean, are you tired of watching football? Yeah. And um, no, they were just all into it as if it was their number one team. Yeah. But that's that's how it is. Yeah. I'm just glad that everybody was happy. And enjoying themselves. Yeah, that's awesome. Food was so good. Mm-hmm. So, what's your favorite? My favorite food? Yeah, of the Thanksgiving. Like, what do you just dig in and eat that's so yummy? Oh my gosh! Well, this year it was really it was a hard one because I cooked majority of the food, and I was just so excited to finally sit down and eat all yeah. of it that uh-huh. every bite I might have been really noisy eating because I was like <laughs> mm, oh my gosh every bite mm, oh, so gosh. good <laughs> Ooh, you should have brought me a plate oh my gosh I was just so happy to be eating all that food so I, know, right? I made a, a new recipe a stuffing recipe my mm. one of my clients had given me so I made the mm-hmm cornbread stuffing yeah so i really liked that that was delicious and then my gravy came out so good (sighs) yeah so i was happy i was super happy what about you what was your favorite um oh gosh see that is hard i probably anything with gravy on it right i I don't Mm -hmm. know i love it all i love turkey mashed potato stuffing and gravy like just that whole combination like if there's anything else i could probably do without for me but those are my favorite but i will tell you the rest of my family they really like my uh sweet potatoes mm. so okay. um we had it I, all just love it i so. don't know i don't think we could have done without everything because everybody expects to have something i know and i made sure that we had all of that everything that everybody Wanted. that tastes that yeah. they all love about thanksgiving we had it all so yeah. i don't think that we could have included anything more yeah i know right yeah i had a full <laughs> spread like a caterer um, the table setup was like amazing. Okay, so. we have a lot of background noise here. We have some wind. We it's stormy. Some, it's uh, rainy, and then you ambulance. know when it, when it rains in California, drivers <laughs> yeah. get crazy. So yeah, it's so. a little freaky. But yes. you know, talking about this freaky world and apocalypse and all. Um, question. Yeah, this Walking Dead season has been so amazing and chilling, and just the mystery. And we've lost some characters. I know. Mm-hmm. Who would you think the next character that would leave the show? Like, unexpected, because I never really expect it anymore. I mean, I I just think that everybody's safe now, right? Um, so I don't know 
if you thought about who would be the next person that could potentially be leaving. Yeah, I well, we know Michonne is going to leave. So she she's out of the picture on mm-hmm. this what we're discussing right now. But uh, yeah, I was Sadiq. I had that threw me for a loop. I was like, what? And know. you know, when Jesus that was killed off, too, that mm-hmm. was shocking. But Sadiq to me was even more shocking. Yeah. Um, But I always get worried because I, I kind of see the trend sometimes when it concentrates on a character or relationship or somebody finally gets something a little bit. Um, Then they they take them away. I know. Uh, like Herschel. You know, know. so um, and then Beth. And so it's like, oh, my gosh, who are they going to take away next? So I was worried for Rosita. I was thinking that she might go. Mm -hmm. But then it was Sadiq. So now I'm thinking she might be safe. But I don't know. It's so hard to know. But and then with Ezekiel having that thing on his throat. Yeah. I'm thinking what? But. I guess, and then I was a little worried in this episode with uh, Carol and Daryl because they were having that really good moment. And I'm like, oh my gosh, please don't let anything happen to one of them. But I will say I'm going to go with Rosita. Okay. I hope not. But right. that's the the person that um, was giving me a little bit of, you know, the season like, oh my God, hopefully she doesn't die. I hope not. Yeah. I wonder if it's going to be somebody like a new member, um, you know, like maybe Luke or I hope not Connie, but maybe it could be somebody from yeah. that group. Magma, yeah. Maybe. Yeah. Those are good guesses. Yeah. I just wouldn't be able to tolerate anybody from the original group. Oh, heck no. Mm-mm. Yeah. So I was bummed. Really bummed. But okay. Yeah. Friends out there listening. Yeah. Let us know what you think. Mm-hmm. Who do you think will be the next character to leave the show? You can leave us a comment on Twitter at in underscore screens or on our Screens and Focus Facebook page. You can follow us on our Instagram, subscribe to our website and YouTube channel. So, Brooke. Yes. What were your overall thoughts on this episode? Oh, my gosh. Well... You know, watching uh, episode seven, uh, you know, that cliffhanger. I just was so eager to see what would happen to Dante Mm -hmm. and if there would be any repercussions for his crime by killing Sadiq. Yeah. I was like, how is he going to get out of this? Yeah. How is he going to pull this off? Um, He is so evil. And I can't believe that he was such a good fake. This... And last season, we saw babies in Jeopardy. Yeah. And I was so scared for baby Coco. This episode was so amazing for the mid-season finale. Mm -hmm. There were so many details. And I can't wait to see what happens to (gasps) Father Gabriel. I was like, oh my gosh, did he just do what I think he did? I know. Wow. Well, he really needed that. But what did you think about this episode? Well, besides giving us the backstory on Dante, this episode jumped right into where the last one left off with Sadiq's death. And it was off and running and it didn't let up the whole way through. I was surprised when I saw the credits roll. I was like, wait, what? It's over? Uh, I mean, time flew for me on this one and I cannot wait to see our group get out of this mess that they are in in the back half of season 10. Oh, I know. I was really surprised. Yeah. This was an amazing episode. Yeah. Um, 
So, you know, I, I was I was so surprised at uh, Alpha and, and Dante and how they conspired uh, him going in as a spy. Uh, I'm really surprised that they pulled that off in our group. And I say our group, Alexandrians, Hilltop, Oceanside, okay? Yeah. Um, they were smart, strategic, and even those letters that he was leaving for Alpha, just giving I intel, know. Just I still know. Still staying yes. within communication. I was so uh -huh. surprised at that. Uh -huh. um, you know, I'm also glad that they tied that camp scene that Yumiko discovered. With you know that we now we see where that came from. It was Dante. Dante um, <gasps> had the skin on his body. Oh yeah. Dumped Ooh. it. I didn't catch that. You're right. Yeah, because Alpha had told him she was like, yes. I want you to go in with yeah. another group. Uh-huh. And then previously we had seen Yumiko and they found that giant skin. Yeah. I'm like, I don't remember Whispers wearing that. <laughs> I'm all excited. I'm like, oh my god. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So they had this yeah. all planned mm -hmm. out. And that mm -hmm. just really surprises me. I'll continue to say that throughout this um podcast episode because like, I don't know, they're just so feral, right, out mm -hmm. there living. And I just can't believe that they still have that, um, like, intentions, right, to do anything. I just think that they're just so living off the land that they're so far off the grid yeah. that they still remember how to, you know, play games and yeah do random things and uh -huh. get into character. So it just trips me out. Um, and I think that they did an amazing job going over all these details. Uh, Alpha, she has a quick mind and she is so smart. And I'm really surprised that Dante was able to fake it so well with our group. I and know. even faking to be a doctor yeah. of all things, right? Because he needed to be part of it. He needed to be liked and wanted and treated yeah. above so uh -huh. that he has more um, value. Mm -hmm. Uh huh. Yeah. Um, you know, and, and I just think that people in the whispers group would be set in the, those ways, but apparently, you know, they're able to still remember their civilization and where mm -hmm. they came from before. So what did you think about Alpha and Dante? I thought it was really, you know, great way to see Dante's backstory. I really liked how this was written and directed with Alpha narrating right. and Dante going through the motions of putting the plan into place to infiltrate and cause problems in Alexandria. Yeah. It was just so well done. Yeah. And like you said, it filled in so many things, like the notes that he would give her. Yeah. And, um, and then the camp and right. all of that. It just, I, and then how... She tells him she's picking him because Lydia doesn't know who he is. Okay, that's what I was um, yeah. bring up. So, okay. It, but it lets us know because sometimes we're like, wait, how does it not? Lydia doesn't know who he is if he's part of the Whisperer. So it answered so many questions. And I yeah. love that when they can know what we're thinking as an audience and give it to us. But the so. thing that confused me with the Lydia and Dante knowing that Lydia's alive... He didn't find that a betrayal, but Gamma found that a betrayal. Yeah. So supposedly the Whispers all knew that, for all they knew, Lydia was killed by her mother, Alpha. Yeah. But Gamma was so disturbed, distraught, and hurt by finding out that Lydia was not killed. Right. How was it that Dante was just so, like, passive, 
knowing that Lydia was alive. Yeah, you're right. But I think probably because Gamma gave her sister up and really believed in her. You know what I mean? And her, the baby, Mm -hmm. and just everything that they sacrificed, where we didn't really see what Dante sacrificed, you know? Mm -hmm. It was Um, just a sicko. Yeah. Okay. That that makes sense. I can understand that. (laughs) That's my take. I don't know. (laughs) It's probably true because we, you know, we'll talk about Gamma Mm -hmm. in a little bit. Yeah. And uh, yeah, that that makes total sense. Yeah. What do you think about, oh my gosh, Rosita and Dante. I I I can't wait to talk about that. I know. I thought of you the whole time (laughs) when she's like, bam, bam, bam. I'm like, oh, I bet you Diana was like so happy to be Rosita for Halloween. (laughs) She's like, yeah. As I thought the same thing. Like, yes, yes. This scene with the baby was so intense. Yes. I mean, Rosita comes looking for Sadiq. But Dante tells her he went out to help a sick kid. And I found it interesting that he throws in some Spanish to try and relate to her. Exactly. And I think he felt it would put her at ease. But he is a quirky guy and he seems socially inept. Mm -hmm. And she knows something is up. And so Dante pulls a knife on her and she has to put the baby down into the bathtub to protect her. And then she starts fighting with him and she's able to grab that knife and stab him in the chest. Mm -hmm. And at the same time, we see Sadiq, who has turned into a walker. I know. And he's going toward baby Coco. Yeah. And Rosita is totally badass right here because she has to stab Sadiq, the father of her child, in the head. And then goes back and beats the crap out of Dante. I know. Oh, my gosh. Well, you know, when Dante was at the door and Rosita was talking to him in Spanish, yeah. he had just strangled the heck out of Sadiq. I know. So he's, like, all dripping in sweat and panting still. And he just looked really awkward. Why are you in my, you know, my friend's or my child's father's apartment yeah. and he's not there? Why are you all sweaty? Like, this looks weird. Yeah. You know? And I... Yeah. Uh, it was just... And I think he even cracked a joke that he was like... Right. That he's, they slept with each other or Well, he said... Like yeah, he's, yeah, I can't remember what he said, but he's like, oh, you yeah. caught us or you yes, found out yes. or we're secretly lovers. I don't know what he said. That's what I'm saying. He's just like, okay. He's just an odd fellow. <laughs> And I'm trying not to laugh at him because I did like his character because, you know, I'm trying not to laugh because he just killed our, one of our favorite I know, characters, right? I know. And I'm just like thinking. He's okay, creepy though. Yeah. I mean, like in a, ooh, like, oh, you're, I don't know. It's just, I just feel bad for Sadiq and I feel bad for Rosita that they weren't able to play it off and be like, okay, I'm just going to go now and. You know, I know. Bring back, put my baby down, uh-huh. and then gather up and be like, I think something happened to Sadiq. Like, I don't know. I just think th- that it was an amazing scene. But yes. I'm like, oh my gosh. If it were me, I'd be like, okay, well, was, you know, I'll come back later. Right. And, but like, I think he would have seen through her, too, because she would have been trying to hurry up and get out yeah, of Yeah, like, there. what if she turned know. and then he just got it from behind or yeah. something? Yeah. So, oh. And then later we see Rosita's having a hard time dealing with it. And she goes out to kill those walkers and has flashbacks of Sadiq and almost gets bit. Yeah. I mean, it was a good thing Eugene was nearby to help her. And then later she talks to Father Gabriel about 
being able to handle walkers easily before, but now that she has Coco, she has become more fearful of dying because she doesn't want to leave Coco an orphan. I know. She said those words to orphan, which is, you know, that was pretty sad to yeah. hear that because right. I thought about it. I'm like, that's exactly what she would be. Yeah. And then it just made me think, like, would Father Gabriel still take care of Coco or, you know, what what would happen? <gasps> I didn't think about it like that. I'm sure he would. They, they I mean, yeah, they would all care for her. But and I think Eugene, she needs, yeah. Two dads and a baby. Oh, oh gosh. Oh. Yeah. I know. It's crazy. It is. Okay, so there was a really big influence in this episode, too, with Michonne um, Luke, and then uh, Judith, of course. Right. And then also, we met somebody new. Right. So, you know, Luke, uh, Michonne, and Judith were on their way to Oceanside, and then they stopped at some library, right? Right. And then, I guess, Luke got trapped, and there was a walker, and right. then somebody goes and saves Luke, and that happened to be um, who we find out later. His name is Virgil. Right, yeah. Um. So, But he just kind of, like, helped Luke out, and then he took off, and... Luke couldn't even say thank you hardly mm-hmm. at this, you know. So yeah. he just is like, some guy saved me. And then Michonne finds out about um, Sadiq's death. Right. She got a call on her uh. walkie. Um, and so they were so di- upset and, and distraught and surprised. And now they really have to get to Oceanside to see if there's any more um, uh, intelligence uh, from the Whisperers there, possibly. Yeah. Like, you know, now they have to really be on their toes and... How could they have accepted um, a member without knowing? Everybody's feeling that guilt. Right. Right? So um, when they get to Oceanside, um, the man that saved Luke was captured by Oceanside Uh people. Uh And I guess he was trying to steal a sailboat or something because all he wants to do is get back to his family. And as far as I understand, he's trying to get to an island right yes okay well which is interesting yeah to know that there's an island with supplies Uh and people maybe a community yeah it's hard to it's hard to tell if he's who's on who's there yeah if it's just him and his family and a few people or if it's a whole community he didn't make it sound like it's community but i don't know because why would he give up I'm getting ahead of ourselves, but he's giving up weapons that are on that if he hasn't talked to his community, yeah. you know? So it makes me feel like there's not very many people there. Right. Or at least that's what he's right saying. Well, I guess when he um, was caught at Oceanside, maybe he broke the barrier because then there were walkers that were coming through. I wondered. I wondered where those walkers were coming from because yeah. they all look shocked. And I'm like, wait, are they not yeah. inside? Are they outside? What's happening? I think I heard in that episode that he broke a barrier and he was <gasps> sorry for that. But then, you know, they had to, um, he's, and then they cut to the commercial, came back to the commercial, and then we just see Virgil taken off running. And then little Judith, <laughs> she catches, she slices yeah. him in his knee and he falls to the ground. And then, she just tells Stay him, right there. Yeah, it's so cute. <laughs> Whatever she her says. Her little voice. I know. I just love I her. love Judith. Yeah. So, um, and then I think Michonne is going to go with him to his family. Yeah. It sounds like, right? Yeah, she does. She yeah. gets on that boat. She gets on there. Okay. After she talks <gasps> with Judith about it. Yeah. 
I, I'm, I, I believe him. I think I believe him. I have a tendency to believe him, but I'm still a little worried. I wonder if this is where we see Michonne leave. Right. Show. Right. Maybe she can't get back. I don't know. <gasps> I've got to wait too long. <gasps> I know. <laughs> There's so much happening. I know. That's exactly. So many questions. Exactly. So I felt bad for Michonne when she tells Luke about Sadiq, that he's dead. Yeah. And I read that Angela King said that Michonne's grief will play an important part in her story. So hmm. I'm really going to look forward to seeing that because I'm Interesting. curious. And it was, I, okay. I just love Judith. She is so cute and so funny. When she's oh, reading a book, yeah, right near Virgil, he's like tied up, right, exactly. laying down, yeah. And she's reading a book, and he's all, "Don't go through my stuff. That's for my daughter. Put it back." Right. And she's just, you know, she just says, "Well, it fell out of your bag, and it clearly belongs to the library." I know. And as he's tied up, he lunges at her, trying to get it from her, and she moves her body just so like he can't reach her, right? And she just continues to read the book. Yeah. And she says, "Be careful, you'll rip your stitches." Oh, oh my gosh! So and cute. then Michonne comes and talks to him, and I don't know. It's just that part was so. So darn cute. I, I know. love Judith. She's I know. so awesome. She's so calm and nonchalant and like yes. she's confident and she's yeah. strong. She's smart. She's witty. Yes. She's like a little a little grown up. Mm-hmm. But she's cute and adorable too. Mm-hmm. With her little hat. Mm-hmm. Oh. But you know, I was um I don't know. I was a little bit like Michonne's gonna go so easily with Virgil. I mean, she interrogated him. And basically, she thought he was part of the whispers. And what are you doing here? Or, you know, who you're spying for? Who you're with? Blah, blah, blah. And he keeps pleading his case. And then he says something that triggers her into, um, I don't know the exact quote. I don't know if you uh, know it. Oh, my God. I cannot think of it. Oh, well. Anyways, she just has a change of heart. Mm. And um, also, she's going alone. Right. I just think she's going alone with this man. She has no idea what's on this island. I just think that that is not the best decision. Right. And I realize she can't bring Judith and she talks to her and lets her know, look, I've got to go do this. And Judith is totally OK with it, saying, Mom, if it's going to help all of us and defeat the whispers and the horde and everything, I think you should go. Oh, and I guess it's also to pay the debt for damaging the. That's what. He's why he's giving them yeah. the weapons. Mm-hmm. But I just felt like you don't know what you're going to get into. So why would you just go alone? Mm-hmm. I mean, I know she can handle herself, but not when there's and then they don't really know where she's going. She's sailing off with a man in a boat. Mm-hmm. I just feel I hope everything's OK. I'm really going to hope everything is OK. But I just can't believe that she just went off on her own. Yeah. So, oh, let's talk about Father Gabriel. Yes. Oh, my goodness. He performs the eulogy at Sadiq's funeral, and you can tell he is affected by Sadiq's death. Right. And then later in his home, he's watching the video, you know, of the recording of him interviewing Dante, and he is feeling guilty for not recognizing who Dante really was. Mm-hmm. And Aaron was feeling that, too. Um, but... It's actually really absorbing, uh, Father Gabriel. I mean, he can't even listen to what Rosita has to say because he's so consumed by his part in 
believing Dante. Correct. I think everybody's feeling that guiltiness. Um, and then obviously, you know, Rosita, she's dealing with, dealing with it really hard as well. And she she goes out there and she's just killing walkers against the the wall. But she gets herself caught in a situation. And then Eugene right. ends up helping and saving her, basically. Yeah. And then she, what was it? She, um, she's having a conversation with Father Gabriel. And he was like, how are you? She's like, oh. Oh, I'm fine. You know what? Forget it. I lied. I'm not. I'm not good. I. <laughs> I loved like, it. I got killed. Yeah. Today. I love that she just came clean like that. Mm-hmm. And that's when she was confiding into him how she was feeling. But he and he was listening. He was listening though, because he did reiterate what she said. But I think she wanted more from him. I think she wanted just to be heard rather than an answer. Like, oh yeah, yeah, it'll be fine. You'll get past this. Mm-hmm. And she was like, uh. I need a little more than that. <laughs> everybody's heart. It's, it's hard right now. It's right. Because so everybody has their own grief that they're going through. Yeah. And with him, he's just thinking about it's the next step. You know, how did he let this person in? So he goes to the jail cell and asks Dante if he ever did have a son. And he says, that's what I liked about you. And he Dante kind of blows him off about, you know, the whisperer way and how they're never going to survive and that people are not good and all of that. And he tells Dante, you would probably be happy if I never trusted anyone again. And then he goes into the cell and leaves the door open. And I was thinking, no, he's going to get the upper hand and escape. Right. But I, I didn't realize at that point that Father Gabriel had his own plan. His own, you know, intention there. I didn't know that either. I was shocked because the next thing he tells him, I love Sadiq like a brother. My family will never be the same. Coco will never know her dad. And Rosita may blame me. And then he struggles with the next line, but he says, I haven't always been brave. And he, you know, says, do you think people deserve uh, a chance? And... I don't know. Sometimes we get one anyway. And then Dante looks at him confused. And then Father Gabriel stabs him. And Dante lunges at him. And Father Gabriel stabs him so many times. And then he gives this guttural yell. And then he sees the blood on his hands and starts sobbing. And not only that, for us as a viewer, to see the blood on his apparel his uh-huh. tie around yeah. his, the necktie that he i don't know what that is called but that little white strip the collar the collar, the collar? Uh-huh. yeah that just to see blood on that because he just killed somebody he has blood on his hands i know you know a holy man um i think i think that's why i was so shocked uh-huh that was trippy right there to see all of that yeah dante had told um i think he told rosita that uh, they're not as strong as they think. Right. Well, who had the last word in that sense? Dante, you know? Yeah. Because maybe maybe he was right, but maybe he was wrong about that. I mean... I think he's wrong. I think... I think they are stronger. I think he probably sees it as a weakness that they care about people and trust people, but... Sure, sometimes things happen because you may do that, but ultimately, I think it is your strength. Yeah, I'm. I'm glad that uh, Father Gabriel stood up and took Dante out. I'm glad. 
I am too. And I was feeling a little guilty. I was like, oh my God, I'm really happy right now. I'm really glad he did it. I'm glad for so many levels and so many reasons. I'm glad because he was, he wasn't someone that I liked in the many seasons ago. He was a coward. Mm -hmm. He did do a lot of cowardly things. And he was against the group in Alexandria when they first arrived and was telling on Rick and everybody else. And I'm like, I don't like you. But then slowly we've seen him change into, um, you know, someone who would fight against the the walkers and and now the whispers and now now this. And now he's trying to take care of his family. Mm -hmm. Well, it's also very frustrating. I mean, he had Negan in a cell, and he would go over there, talk to Negan, and it's just really frustrating to have a prisoner who has killed members of their group. Yeah. And so this is enough, right? Right. He's just at a turning point now in, like, dealing with Negan, and Negan is still out there missing. And, um, you know, now with Dante killing in their own grounds... It's just enough is enough. You're right. And uh, Rosita is watching him as he leaves all bloody. Yeah. Yes. I like that. Mm-hmm. I like that because she sees it and then they don't talk about it. Mm-hmm. And then the next thing you see them at that fire, which as you were assuming it's Dante's body, right? They're yeah. burning Dante's body. Yep. But I like it because it kind of came full circle for them. It's like yeah. they're both there watching it. And they're both happy about it because she didn't seem to have a reaction. She was probably like thrilled. She's probably all, yes. Yeah. I'm so glad you did She's that. like, that's my man. <laughs> yeah. F- oh. yeah. <laughs> we don't have to put that in there. Beep. Yeah. <laughs> uh, that was good. Yeah. So. So what do you think about Carol, Daryl, and the group? Oh, my gosh. Well. I'm so worried about them. Um, You know, Carol and Daryl, they seem to really be having, I don't know. I know. There's like some tension going on there. And it may not be so bad. I don't know. Yeah. I don't know where I see them, what direction. I I mean, in this season, they have gotten so close Mm -hmm. than we've ever seen them before. Yeah. Yes. I am just so curious to yeah. see where where they will go. Uh-huh. And he's, you know, he's telling her, like, she's been like a ghost ever since she came back from the boat. Yeah. And that's really, he's so concerned for her. Yeah, he and is. I, and I really value that they have that in their friendship. Woo, it's windy here. It is a storm. Um, you know, and she tells him that she's really trying hard and it's it's hard for her to let go of it. Right. But, you know, Alpha really just isn't worth it. Yeah. Um, yeah. And so they're all out um, looking for that horde of walkers. Yes, because um, they got Gamma. the intel from, yeah. from Gamma from and Gamma, Aaron. Yeah. And so they're out there searching. Mm-hmm. And meanwhile, Negan is still out there, too. So that has to be on their minds as well. That's that they're true. possibly yeah. could encounter Negan and uh-huh. then Lydia. Yeah. So I know Daryl is really close to Lydia. Yeah. So I'm wondering. Yeah. And he wants to find her. Yeah. You know, I mean, he and, and you know, and Daryl and Carol had that conversation. Mm-hmm. I actually like that conversation because I thought what Carol had to say was, um, was like, I don't know if she wants to be found. Mm-hmm. Which I thought was really interesting. Yeah. And she does tell him what happened. She was very truthful on that part. So I appreciated that she did tell him. 
Yeah. Right. But do you believe that. Gamma with um, the herd? I mean, like initially, oh, do you, I did think you... she did, did. I believe she told the truth. Well, I I'm not sure, but I kind of had to go with Aaron's gut because Aaron's feeling like you know what? I believe that she did tell me the truth. Mm-hmm. That the that the and I do now. I still think that that could be the truth because they could have them out there, but then they could put them underground afterwards. I don't know what they do with them. Maybe they move them from place to place. Yeah. I don't know. I will know more. Well, yeah, I mean, I definitely feel that, you know, before them going out there and searching for the herd um, of walkers that maybe I was able to trust her. But then when we see where the group ended up, obviously. Well, but Alpha's there. Well, that's what I feel like that was part of the trap. That Gamma was part of setting up. Oh, maybe. I think. Oh, could be. Yeah. I mean, how? How would Alpha what know a, that how, they're there? What a coincidence! There? Yeah. They told them to go that. She told them to go that. That's where they are. Yeah. And then there's Alpha standing out there. Yeah. And then, oh, great! What do we see then? We see Carol dart off. Oh my gosh! And, like, and Daryl's like, "Wait! What yeah. are you doing?" Uh-huh. He didn't want her to do anything stupid. And uh-huh. You know, her gut is telling her, because she wants her revenge. Carol wants revenge for what Alpha and the Whisperers did yeah. to their group. Okay. I kept yelling, don't follow her. Yeah. Alpha wants you to follow her. Exactly. Don't you see that sly grin on Alpha's face? Yeah. And and then why did Daryl follow? And then why didn't someone say, don't come in here, Daryl. We're all, you know, I, I, Daryl was the last one to go in. Why didn't any of them yell out something? Well, and then he's like, Carol, he's yelling in yeah. this cave. Right. And you don't hear anything. You don't hear the, uh, right. all these walkers, like, echo. You don't hear anything. So, I mean. Unless it's really far down there or something, but yeah. you'd think you'd hear something. something. You'd think they would say, like, don't come in, don't come down. Yeah. But no, and where did Alpha doesn't. disappear to? That's what I was wondering. There must be some... It's in the dark, so they can't see anything. And then I'm thinking, don't any of you guys carry a flashlight or or something that lights up? I don't know. I just thought that was interesting. They go into this dark cave. But apparently Alpha knows that cave inside and out and probably has a an escape route. Yeah. Oh, my God. I'm so I was worried. like, really? You guys are all trapped here with right. this big horde of walkers? That's like crazy. I know. So it's it's scary. They're... They've definitely got themselves in a, in a point, um, and I don't know how they're going to get out of that. I don't know. So here we are again with a cliffhanger. I know. On the edge of our seats. So let's talk about Aaron really quickly. Yeah. Aaron and Gamma. So he talks with Gamma, and, and it's in the very beginning, and we find out her name is Mary. And she asks about her nephew and that she wants to see him. And that's when she tells him she'll exchange the information that she has. Mm-hmm. And he also asks her to take off her mask, and she does. Right. So that was interesting for him to see her face, you for know? For him to see her, yeah. Mm-hmm. And I think that was also, I just knowing now that what has happened, I just think that that was definitely part of her plan to get him hooked. To believe her. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So, and then he takes that information back, and that's why they're all out on this mission. Mm -hmm. But I also like that they showed Aaron and his daughter, Gracie. Mm -hmm. 
Uh, we haven't seen her at this no. age, I don't think. I don't recall no. seeing her. And it was really interesting to see the collection of license plates because Aaron was the one, I think, who took the photos of people and was documenting yeah. with that. So it was kind of cool to see that he had these license plates. And, you know, he just has all these stories. And his daughter asks him, oh, tell me about uh, Sacramento, California. And I'm thinking to myself, that's just a a, a place to her that doesn't really exist anymore possibly right yeah and so then he tells her well and then he tells her a story of back after college when he was with his boyfriend and they traveled to there and that there was a village there oh yeah and how he always wondered about what happened to those people oh so yeah the license plates i remember um that's when we met Aaron and he collected license plates with Eric. Oh, yeah. And that's yeah, cuz I remember the Aaron um got stuck and that's when he sh- like there was flares going off cuz they're yes. looking for Aaron. Right. And um I think Eric sprained his ankle or something mm-hmm. that night. Right. Yeah, that's how I remember. The, yeah. So it's good that they circled back to the license plates yeah. that he still has them. Right. Yeah. Oh. Poor Eric. I know. Oh. But I thought, yeah. So I just thought it was it was nice to see uh, Aaron with his daughter. His daughter, so it was exactly. Cool. I yeah. know. Oh. Well, that was a good um, episode. There was, like, you, you know, there was so much details. And I just love the writing, how they brought everything out. And open. they're just, it's like opening up a can of worms. It just keeps on coming. I know. You know, there's more yeah. and more and more. And uh-huh. Just, you know, uh, fans like us who can notice all those little small details. Um, it's I, I just we're a true fan. Yeah. You know, so what were other things that you noticed? Well, I, you know, I was really glad that they in the beginning of the episode, like we said, uh, they showed Dante like his flashbacks and what he was doing. And um, you remember last episode in our podcast, you talked about you saw an arm yes. doing the contem- the water yeah. contamination. Do you think it was the same? It, he Did wasn't it look- wearing the same thing, the oh. same outfit. So okay. now I'm wondering if it was actually Sadiq's stand-in, you know? And they oh. were just putting it in there and he had a bigger arm. Because he was wearing the same shirt. It looked like the same shirt as Sadiq's. Because oh, okay. I paid attention because that's what I thought. Yeah. But when I saw Dante, he wasn't wearing the shirt that I recalled in the other one. Mm. So... I don't know. Sneaky. Yeah. So I was glad that they showed him doing that. And then also we got to see him and he killed Cheryl. He smothered (gasps) her in her sleep or maybe she was. I know. Do you think he did that because he wanted uh, uh, Sadiq to spiral? Yeah. Vulnerability. Right. That's what I mean. Like, I'm just so surprised that these whispers are so sneaky still. And like, they still have that those intentions like they know how to do things with intent right and yeah. play these games it's yeah it's too creepy right so i thought that was that was a good that was, those were good feedback um what did you notice so i noticed that you know ezekiel came to the sadiq's uh, funeral right and carol and him saw each other and carol went and talked to him yes and they talked for a little bit, but Ezekiel, he didn't tell Carol about his cancer, his throat situation. And you could tell he almost wanted to, but he just couldn't bring himself to tell her. I wonder if he was just 
thinking that it wasn't the right time, or he just doesn't know how to talk to her about yeah. it. But she gave him opportunity. Yes, because she said, "Hey, is there something wrong, or is there something up?" So she could read something, but ah, oh, he should have just said it right at then. But yeah, maybe, I could see why he didn't. Yeah, yeah, I just felt bad for him. That's all. Yeah, you know. I remembered um, what I wanted to say it was like now I'm concerned for all groups because Sadiq was the doctor on duty. Oh, yeah. And even though he was going through his PTSD, he still wanted to treat patients and take care of right. people. Now I don't know what they're going to do in that case. I know. So I'm not sure if Oceanside has that or if there's anybody else at Hilltop. Right. Like, what are they going to do if somebody oh, man. needs care? Hopefully right. nobody gets pregnant anytime soon. <laughs> They'll figure it out. <laughs> They'll go get to the library and get those books. There you go. Those medical books. Yeah. Oh, and they talked in this episode, or you know how we were talking about how much time had passed. And oh, yeah. They said it was four months. I just don't see how that could be. I was thinking it was closer to that. But the only thing that doesn't make sense with that four... There was something that didn't make sense with that four months. The baby. Well, but she was pregnant. I mean, she was pretty pregnant. And then, you know, the baby could just be... They could say the baby's two months old or something. But, yeah. you know, because they went through the snow... Um, but there was something that seemed longer, and I'm now I'm trying to remember what it was. Oh man, now I can't even remember. So um, it's but, this rainy day. It's, I know it has our mind. Yeah, <laughs> where our our minds are in a tornado right now. Yeah, but anyway, so they did bring up that it had been four months. Okay, but I don't know. I we'll guess. go with it. Yeah, we'll go with it. <laughs> and then uh, we see that Dante was the one who wrote "Silence the Whispers" because oh, yeah. remember you noticed. They're riding all over the place. Yeah. And so he was just trying to build that paranoia in people. That's it, for sure. And then freak Lydia out and break her. Right. Oh, why would he want to do that? Maybe he wants her to go back home. I No, I don't know what he want, What he wanted in that regard. Just causing drama. He's just yeah. stirring the pot, right? Yeah. Mm-hmm. And then I noticed that Virgil had an orange backpack. And that orange backpack sticks with me because wasn't that the backpack of that guy on the road that Rick and all of them passed by in the beginning? And the guy's got an orange backpack. He's all, hey, hey stop, stop, yeah. help me. And then, and then they come back at the end and he, the guy's all eaten on the road. All, his, all they see is his backpack. I could have swore it was an orange backpack. And then they took the backpack. Yes, they stop, and open the door and they take the backpack. But uh, so... I don't know. It just reminded me of that. I'm like, oh, it's an orange backpack. Mm -hmm. And then I saw the previews and I saw so many things quickly. I saw that Michonne was cloaked in a hooded robe, which I thought was interesting. Like she was sort of like hiding a little bit like she had it, you know, over her head. I'm like, why does she have a robe? Where'd she get this from? Where's she at? Reminds me of when we first met Michonne. She had her that Yes. And then... um, I also saw where Aaron's with an army of his peers. Uh-huh. And then I saw walkers shooting, not walkers, sorry, whisperers shooting arrows that have fire on them. They have tactical yeah. I only saw a second and I was really shocked with that. I'm like, wait, that's a whisperer. And then I could see them like, you know, like pulling the bows back or something. And then so there's, there's going to be a, a war. I don't know. I think this is what I saw. I only saw like a, a tiny second. You know, well, maybe that so would be it was good. hard, but I was like, what am I seeing? Then you see Rosita in her home and she's startled and she turns and sees a whisper with a knife over baby Coco. I'm oh like, who gosh. is that? And um, 
We see Aaron trying to get Jerry out of, uh, you know, like he's down in a cave. He's trying to get him out. And then all of a sudden we see Jerry drop down and yelling and you're like freaking out. It's like, oh, my God, is it a walker? What What's oh, no. happening? I didn't oh, even see. think maybe Jerry could yeah. be to go. Oh, my God. Ah. Yeah. <laughs> no, that's horrible. No. And then I see Judith pulling out a vest with Daryl's, you know, Daryl has those wings. Yeah. I don't know why, but she's pulling it out. But she's like happy, so it's not like she's pulling it out. Oh, like Daryl doesn't have it. I what saw that the mean back that? of it. It's, yeah, somebody had drawn another wing on the back of his vest in blue. I saw the back of his vest, yeah. and it looked like somebody did something artistic to complete. Because there's only one wing, because oh. it was ripped off when he Dwight when Dwight had the vest. And so now it looks like maybe she did a new wing. Oh, okay. For him. Yeah, she seemed like kind of happy. Yeah, I'm like, why are they showing this? What's happening? Yeah. I don't know if they showed that there or if I saw it somewhere else. I'm not sure, but I remember seeing wing a second wing on the vest. Mm-hmm. And then they show a motorhome, like out in some. Almost like a desert, and it reminded me of Walter White. Uh-oh. So I'm like, what's, why are they showing a motorhome? Why, why, why? And then they show a bigger ship in the water. Wow. Mm. I'm so excited. It's going to be like, I Then you're going to see so Kevin Costner come out with Waterworld. <laughs> Waterworld. That's so funny. <laughs> oh my God. So much. So, Brooke, tell me, why do you love this show? I. I, you know, I talked about this show today with one of my clients, and he's like, I don't get it. <gasps> and I'm like, okay, I've been watching it. I've watched every episode, and I've seen a lot of the episodes multiple times. I'm hooked. I am completely hooked. I love the show. I love how they drew me in with this real apocalyptic world. Mm-hmm. It could really be like that. Like, I'm thinking, how yeah. am I going to be strategic? How right. And now it's going into another world. Very, I just watched some of Mad Max last night. Uh So now it's getting to, I'm getting the feel of it being a little bit more like Mad Max, you know, where this, this world is, is changing and readapting into this crazy havoc. And I just absolutely love the stories and how it's evolving over 10 seasons. I know. And I'm still hooked. (laughs) I don't care what people say. It's still very good, mm-hmm. regardless if it's believable, because it's changed, and you have to go with it. Yeah. Like, the world would not stay the same. Right. Ever in an apocalypse. Mm-hmm. So, I love the show. Uh, I love it. I Thank love you, that. the Walking Dead community, for uh-huh. bringing a family tradition for me. <laughs> <laughs> I like that. How about you, Diana? Why do you love the Walking Dead? Well... I love the adventure in this show and how much work goes into giving us, you know, this adventure. Think about all these locations they had to film in just this episode. I mean, Rosita and Father Gabriel in Alexandria, Michonne and Judith on the road, Luke in the library. They traveled to Oceanside, Daryl and Carol and the group out in the woods and then the cave. I mean, wow, that's a lot. Yes. A lot of places. And this is a show, not a movie. You know, it's not going to be a whole year until they, you know, release just this one. Mm-hmm. You know, that's what takes so long to, to get us these shows. We have to remember how hard it is to get these things made. I know. I mean, the production of the show is incredible. And I am so amazed by the show, 
by the direction, the writing, of course, my characters that I love so much and the actors that portray them. I love the show. Aw, good so, job. Yeah. I love it. Thank you. Okay. And so with that. Yes. Who does your award go to? What was your favorite quote, character, or moment? Okay. So my original thought would be Rosita. And and I could tell you why. Obviously, she protected her baby. And doing what she had to do uh, to protect her baby from the man that she okay, That's a good she loves. one. That's a good one, just FYI. Yeah. It's a really good one. Okay. Yeah, you know, and, and to be knocked down and to just get right back up and to fight a man. Yeah. She's tiny. Yeah, Sadiq didn't, you know? couldn't overpower Dante, but she did. She did. Yeah. She was able to. She was able to. And, you know, she was just like a like a cat. Just like, Wee! yeah, you know, and yeah. she just ah, got him. Mama protecting her she baby. She just got him. Yeah. And yeah. that cute little baby in the bathtub. I mean, she did what she had to do. And she was able to get right back up and and protect Coco from two, um, uh, what's the word I'm looking Foes, for? Vill- not villains or uh, um, two ways, you know, two dangers, right? I yes. Mean, there was two, yes. So, I mean, on both sides of yes. the fence, it was just crazy. That scene was just incredible. Yeah. And um, I do have to give, like, a silver medal to uh-huh. uh, Father Gabriel. I know. Shout out to Father Gabriel yes. for overcoming that and uh-huh. just doing something that, you know, he may not be um, a believer in, and but he had to. He had to, you know, um, uh, retaliate and mm-hmm. protect what's what's his i mean his feelings right and then to go in and and uh just give that at peace right and his in his uh his i don't want i was going to say wife but they're not married rosita and uh father gabriel but he did it for himself and also for right for his, his family, family right he said right. his family mm-hmm. so who would your award go to if you could give your award to a character quote or moment well, I do want to say, I want to go back to you, you because I think Rosita is such a good choice. It, I don't, I'm kind of mad at myself that I didn't think about it. So I think that I'm so glad you brought it up and said all that because it's so true. Mm-hmm. But I had contemplated about doing Father Gabriel because of what he, I was so happy with yeah, what he did. I know. But I kept thinking to myself, what scene means the most to me? Mm-hmm. What, what gets me? And I, to me, it was Daryl and Carol. Yeah. I love when Daryl tells Carol, I'm the one you tell. Yeah. Me. I I can't help but love how much Daryl watches over Carol. Mm-hmm. He tells her she's being reckless and that she needs to care about herself. And and she cries and says, I don't know how to. No, oh, I know. And then Daryl says, you have to try. Yeah. And they hug. And then she leans into his shoulder. Oh, my God. I just love that part. Her face, the way that they zoomed in just on her face. It was so cute. She's like, I don't know how. Like a little baby, I you know. know. And he just I know. takes care of her. He does. And then, um, you know, and then he tells her Alpha's not worth it. She's not. She is a dead woman anyway. We have a future. Don't let her take that, too. And I'm thinking for a moment, we have a future? Does he mean like 
them too or does he mean like the whole their whole group i was you know because like you were saying earlier too it's like you know where's this going i'm not sure i don't know but i like it i don't yeah. care i don't care if it's that they're just good friends or if it could go somewhere further i love them he is such a good guy um and i i, I just adore them i just think that that was my favorite moment so yeah. i would give my award to them awesome well thank you diana Okay, Brooke. Yeah. What else are you currently watching? Um, so much, but the biggest. Um, I did watch a documentary on Netflix, and it was um, about the Bikram Yoga. Yeah. Did I tell you about that? You did. did okay. Yeah, yeah, that was really good. So yeah. it's on Netflix. If anybody knows anything about Bikram Yoga, I think that it is really important to watch this documentary because it kind of tells you. Um, how Bikram got started and how Bikram um, has a little bit of a controversial connection now. Right. And um, Bikram is actually a man who started and branded his yoga styles and techniques. And it's the 120 degree hot yoga. So if any of you are familiar with that, I would definitely check out this documentary on Netflix, Bikram. Um and we also went to go see a movie yesterday, and we saw Frozen 2. Yeah, it was so it's cute. Awesome. I know. My husband was... Along with a billion other people, right? Yeah, like the <laughs> highest grossing Disney movie of all time. Um, but my husband was really cute. He was like, oh, I wonder what the next song is going to be, because obviously the first Frozen was Let It Go. My daughter was so sweet. She Aww. dressed in her Elsa dress. She did her makeup. She wanted a side braid. Um, and so she got all dolled up for the movie, and it was so wonderful going with the family um, on Black Friday. And the movie was really good. It was very sisterhood power. Um, they they circle back to their parents and how they were lost at sea. And um, they basically had to save uh, their village and um, the strength of those sisters and the strong female character influence and the mystery and uh, just the the new concerns. And Olaf, he was hilarious. I laughed out loud. <laughs> and um, Kristoff, he had a um, music video, which was so 80s, 90s like soft rock yeah that it was just Gabe and I looked at each other and we were just cracking <laughs> up and it wasn't like a funny song it was like heartfelt emotional but just it reminded us of the 80s and so we're like oh we know who produced this scene you know somebody yeah. from our generation it was really cute I loved the movie Frozen 2 so you guys need to check it out even if you don't have kids it's so worthy Mm-hmm. And it's beautiful. The animation, the 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 comedy, it was great. Oh, so, that's yeah, great! If you get a chance yeah. to watch it, what else are you watching? I I didn't bring up the Connors the last time. Um, I really like this show, and I've seen uh, there was the Thanksgiving episode, and then the most oh, cool. recent episode. But their Thanksgiving episode was. Are you, do you watch it at all? Mm -mm. No. Uh, was really intense. So Jackie is, you know, Roseanne's sister, 
And of course, Roseanne's not in any longer, but Jackie's still in it. And then, you know, Darlene is a daughter, but they were having issues because um, Jackie wants to reopen the restaurant that she had back with Roseanne. The lunchbox. The lunchbox a long time ago. She wants to reopen it with um, Becky, the other sister. But Darlene's uh, taking care of all the money. Uh, the grandma sent the money to Darlene, or is she's the executor. She's still living, but she's just having Darlene manage the money. Well, Darlene doesn't want all of them to be broke, so she won't give Jackie and uh, Becky the money. And that's causing a huge fan. That's been, for a couple episodes, causing a huge family riff. Mm. And uh, there's a moment on Thanksgiving that gets so heated, but so real. Because you know that show and even the history of Roseanne can get real really quick. And it's really good. That's what makes you so drawn in and makes you want to watch it because it deals with real issues, real emotions. And so it was a pivotal moment. Uh, Jackie, yeah, Jackie actually slaps uh, Darlene. Wow. And it's huge. Uh-oh. And I was like, oh, my goodness. But also what I love about it is that they are family and they get through it. Mm-mm. But they do deal with it and discuss it. And, and um, so it was just very pivotal. I was wow. like, oh, my God, my mouth was hanging. So it was a really good episode. And then it ended. I mean, the lot not ended, but then I saw the next one where it moves on from there. So it's just it's good. It, it's just a good show. And I really appreciate it so i wanted to bring it up but cool as far as movies i saw american sun on netflix i watched it you did watch it okay yeah. so it was based on a broadway play starring carrie washington about parents who are in a florida police station awaiting answers on their missing son and i i have to say i was impressed with that that the movie took place in one location in that waiting room yeah that's like hard to do to keep people focused on this one waiting room because I think because it was based on a play that's probably what made it easier to do it that way but I wasn't missing that they weren't in other locations I was good with them being in one location well it was very stressful and you could probably feel that because you if that would have if the, if that happened to you yeah you would be in that same room waiting to figure out what happened to your loved one yeah right so yeah. you wouldn't be going anywhere until you got the answer mm-hmm so that was an interesting movie. It was interesting, I had, yeah. Yeah. I was impatient. I was like, oh my yeah. gosh, what is going on? And like, she was so angry the entire time. Yeah, she was. And then I was like, I think it just made me feel um, like the anxiousness mm-hmm. for her and like just her anger like rubbed off on me. And I think that was um, an applause to her for portraying that like it wasn't fake you know right yeah like true emotions yes it was it was yeah but i think it was just really really difficult to process watching somebody go through that um you know because for her it was like a few hours and then for us it was like an hour and a half of a movie right yeah she's just so furious and then the officer who was there they just kept going back and forth and his character's personality was just so um leading on and just not taken serious. Like, do you want a right. donut? I know. Because it's you know? about her missing son, and she's trying mm-hmm. to figure out where he's at. Mm-hmm. So, it was just, And there's that racial tension yeah, that through very, the whole thing, because mm-hmm. that's really what it's about. Because yeah. here you have, you know, an African-American mother mm-hmm. and 
a white father and a white police officer and how that's being dealt with. And I had mixed feelings about it. Um, some of the stuff felt planted to me in it a little bit um, or a little bit dated or something. But then some but then I really did like it, too. So I thought she gave a good performance. Um, I was surprised by the ending. Yeah. And um, so that kind of threw me a little bit of a loop. I'm like, oh, OK, because um, I had no idea where it was going. But um, but I, I did like it. I was glad that I saw it. I was glad that I saw the movie. Me too. Um, I also saw, this is a little bit, well, a 2018 thriller, but I also saw Breaking In. Have you seen this one? No. This one's with Gabriel Union, who plays a mother out to protect her children after four burglars break into her deceased father's estate looking for millions of dollars. Oh, I almost watched it this weekend, yeah. actually. So I liked it. It's very watchable. Okay. It's not, it's not, you know, oh, you have to go watch this, but... You know what? If it's on and you have some time, I thought it was a good thing to watch. Okay. We almost watched Escape Room, by the way. Oh, did you? Yeah. yeah. And I was like, oh, this kind of reminds me of Saw a little bit. Like, yes. Just the, yeah. I just watched the trailer. Yeah. And I was like, oh, I'm going to watch it one of these days. I'm just not, not at the moment. But okay, cool. Breaking in. Yeah. Thank you for your recommendations. Yeah. I'm excited. Hey, you're welcome. Yeah. And that is our show. Thanks for tuning in. We are grateful you tuned in. And we hope something we said today resonated with you and gave you a chuckle, some happiness, some positivity, or inspiration. Please subscribe to our podcast and tell a friend. We would love more members of our TV club. Rate and review the podcast on iTunes and Stitcher. We need your feedback. Okay, so The Walking Dead is at the mid-season finale, so it's not coming back on until... February 23rd. So we'll be back with our bi-weekly episodes at that point. But in the meantime, we will be releasing a a, holiday special. Yeah, in a couple of weeks. And then, you know, the award season will be upon us and we'll be watching some of those films and reviewing those and putting out some podcasts on those. So we'll let you know when those are released. Yeah, we'll stay in touch with you and let us know what other movies and shows that you're watching and share those with us we'd love to know what you'll be doing this holiday season and you can find our website listed in our show notes so see you next time bye Bye.